Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. I love the month of March, but that's not the start that I wanted to the month. Oh boy, a painful card. Just a reminder why I never want to step up on a basketball game because I felt like we were going to get a couple of those home, but we didn't get it done. So let's recap the losing card for you. First of all, I had Providence minus the three and a half. Xavier comes out, lights out, gets off to a great start. I battle back, have a chance, but ultimately, I just have to tip my cap to the Musketeers. They shot almost 56% for the game. They hit 50% of their three-pointers on the road. Excellent performance by Xavier. They get the job done, and I lose on Providence. Then a high point. They led by 13 points in the Big South Tournament. I was up nine points with eight minutes to go. I felt really good. Then I scored just two points in the next six minutes with a very good offense, and I lose the game by two. That shouldn't have happened. Then in the Big South, I had Campbell. They were up seven at halftime. I thought foul game was even going to get me home late, but I win by just five, thanks to five and 27 Presbyterian hitting 10 of 22 from beyond the arc. They only hit 30% for the regular season, so I didn't see that coming. And then accountability on Twitter. I know you're out there walking your dog and you wanted to hear my meltdown and rant about TCU. Well, first, it's on me because I said on the podcast yesterday that two and a half is more than I should be laying. The numbers didn't justify it, but the gut said back TCU. I think they were going to have a good night. Well, needless to say, I end up regretting that. The Horn Frogs never trailed in the basketball game. They were up 16 at one point. I felt good about the cover most of the game. I was up five with under 20 seconds to go. Then I couldn't get the rebound. You got to grab the basketball. Give up a putback. Now I'm only up three, but I'm only laying two and a half, so I'm still okay. TCU gets the basketball. They don't get fouled. They could have pulled back and got fouled, but instead they go in for the dunk to go back up five. Now we have to sweat it out. If it's a two, I still win. If it's a three, I lose by the half a point. Texas penetrates. They tease me. They go inside the arc. I think they're going for the deuce, but no, he kicks it out to the wing. There's the three-pointer at the buzzer, and I lose by the half a point. When you're running hot, you're running hot, and when you're not, you're not, and that was the night that I had on Wednesday. But guess what? Today's a new day. And I'm excited for it because we have college basketball with a morning game for me. We're going to have afternoon games as well. It is a big slate of games in college basketball. Side note here, first half unders went three and five on Wednesday, so I couldn't even hit that. That brings my record now to 12 and nine so far in those first half unders. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I just want profit when we settle the books at the end of the month. But today, it's going to be a lot of fun. Once again, we're going to have basketball games starting at 1130 Central for me. We'll have games today in the Sun Belt, the Missouri Valley, the Patriot, the Horizon, the A-Sun, the OVC, and the West Coast Conference. I think I counted 22 games total that I'll have a bet on today. That's about 5% of this angle for the entire month of March. I'll either be really happy or really sad tomorrow on this podcast. Keep in mind, the entire NC2A tournament only has 67 games to put things in perspective. So these next couple days are going to be really, really big for me. Please, no scoring in the first half. Please, no scoring in the first half. But now, let's get to the card for Thursday. Here's another number that moved on me. 
I circled this one at minus one. It got to one and a half. And by the time I put it in here, it's at two and a half. But I'm still going to play it. And we'll see if I have regret tomorrow. It's Arizona minus the two and a half at USC. So I'm a huge fan of this Arizona team. And I get to back them coming off a loss to Arizona State at home. The Wildcats are 24 and five on the season. After their previous four losses this season, the Wildcats have bounced back with a double-digit victory. Arizona has some really good wins this year. They beat UCLA, San Diego State, Creighton, Indiana, Tennessee, but none of them were a true road game like this one. Arizona is 5-3 on the road, but this would be their best win of the season. USC appears to be playing their best basketball this season. Four consecutive double-digit wins. They beat UCLA at home this year. The Trojans are actually 14-1 and at home this year with their lone loss in the season opener against Florida Gulf Coast. USC is climbing up the charts. Both teams are tied for second place in the Pac-12 at 13-5. But I love this Arizona offense that averages over 83 points per game. I'm hoping Arizona can do what their old coach did to Providence on Wednesday. Score, score, score. Give me the Wildcats, minus the two and a half at USC. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. It is Illinois, minus the three and a half over Michigan. You had to know I was coming back with the Illini tonight. I stayed away from them at Ohio State, and Illinois lost 72 to 60. Now they return to host Michigan in the first meeting of the season. Michigan now has the better Big Ten record, 11 and 7 versus 10 and 8. The Wolverines are playing good basketball, coming off three consecutive wins over Michigan State at Rutgers and against Wisconsin. Michigan is only three and five on the road this year. Illinois is 14 and two at home with the losses against Penn State and Indiana. The Fighting Illini have 19 wins this season. Only two of those wins have been when they give up 70 points or more. Those two wins were against really good teams, though, Texas and UCLA. Other than that, it's all about defense. Coming off a loss, last home game of the season, I'm on Brad Underwood. And the fight in Illini, minus the three and a half over Michigan. Then the two conference games I selected for the card. Of course, I'm going to the Missouri Valley Conference. Arch Madness, it is my tournament. I've been there a dozen times or so. So here we go. It's Murray State, minus the two and a half over Valparaiso. So I laid the five and a half with Murray State on Sunday when these two teams met. The Racers rallied from 12 down to win in overtime. Both teams were dreadful away from home this season. Murray State was only 5-12. Valparaiso was 3-13. Murray State is going for the trifecta. They won by seven in the first meeting. They won by one on Sunday. And today, I expect them to win by three or more in their first ever trip to Arch Madness. I'm on the better offensive team, so give me the Racers, minus the two and a half over Valparaiso. Then the final game of the card for you is also in the Valley. It's Indiana State laying a big number here, minus the 18 over Evansville. This number was 16 and a half when I first circled it. Never expected a quality Indiana State team to be playing on Thursday in St. Louis, but after back-to-back losses to Belmont and Missouri State, they dropped to the number five seed, and we'll get to see him today. The Sycamores average almost 79 points per game. They shoot almost 48%. They have a good balance with four averaging and double digits. Indiana State swept Evansville this year, as most teams did, winning by 28 at home and 18 on the road. 
Evansville ranks 351st in the computer model, and they rank 357th in offensive efficiency. Indiana State is a top 100 team overall and offensively. My biggest fear is that Indiana State will limit the minutes to save the legs since they're going to need to win on four consecutive days to advance. Evansville was just 1-19 in the conference. They lost by 22 in the first round last year. I'm hoping for similar today. Indiana State, minus the 18 for me, is the play. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. In the Pac-12, I'm on Arizona, minus the two and a half at USC. In the Big Ten, I'm on Illinois, the Fighting Illini, minus the three and a half over Michigan. In the Valley, I'm on Murray State, minus the two and a half over Valparaiso. And also in the Valley, I'm on Indiana State, minus the 18 over Evansville. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.